0: Hey, what's up, it's Jared with Practically Passive and in this video I have seven ways to help you find time to build your passive income revenue stream. And this is super timely for me because I forgot to put a video up yesterday. I had announced uh, not even a full week ago that I was going to be putting out a video every day for 30 days, and yesterday I straight up forgot to edit a video and get it put out. Now, I started the day uh, early, and had meetings in the morning and then had a couple hours back at the office, tried to knock out editing a video for State of Tech and then had to drive to another town to pick up some stuff for a photo shoot and then make it back in time to take my kids to jujitsu practice and then I had to figure out dinner. I mean, it was just a crazy day and it totally slipped my mind. And looking at it, I had forgot to add it to my task list for the day. So it just wasn't a thing that was on the top of my mind. I had too much going on to really think about it. So, and then of course there's today, which the time that I'm recording this, uh, Apple announced their new iPhones and Apple Watch and all that stuff. So I watched that keynote. I got this new drone in, and so I was messing around with that. And so there's things for my passive income that I've been working on like yesterday I was editing a video on uh, the comparison between the Galaxy S9 Plus and the Note 9 cameras and so I was editing that video and then I also got my my Galaxy Note 9 review video out and so there's like I was working on my passive income revenue streams but I failed at getting a video up for this channel. So here are seven things that I have identified as things that I need to continuously remind myself of and work at in order to grow my passive income. And I think that they're things that are gonna help you out. So let's dive right in. So the first thing is to cut back on other activities. Now, there are a lot of things that I know that I could cut back on, uh, like TV watching, scrolling, Instagram, and different things on the internet, Uh, news and stuff like that I read. I have to stay up for, considering the, um, considering the areas that I'm in with my passive income, uh, I need to stay up on technology, I need to stay up in what's coming out with cameras and all of that stuff because I have to constantly be generating ideas for content and thinking about what's next and what's new. So for example, like with the time that I took today, two hours to watch the Apple Keynote, That was 2 hours that I could have been working and doing other things and I tried to multitask, but it's a little hard to take notes and kind of prepare for producing a video while doing other things. So there's sometimes I have to pay attention to that. But when it comes to watching TV shows and scrolling Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, those are all things that you can cut back on and I know at times I need to remind myself to cut back on those. I mean, would you rather be editing uh, content or writing content to put out there that's going to help you build passive income, or would you rather make sure that you are up to date with whatever TV show episode is that's out that you're interested in? The TV show, though it adds value in the entertainment aspect, it's not gonna add passive income value to you. And so you need to look at those areas and how you can cut back. And when you go to reach for that remote to open up Netflix or whatever it is, you need to just put that remote down and go jump into whatever it is that you're doing to start building your passive income revenue stream. So number two is to wake up early or go to bed late. Now, I am not going to trade out time with my family uh, for my passive income. For example, I'm not gonna go home after being gone all day working and then ignore my family so that I can work on my projects. Like my, my passive income is not more important than my family. My family comes first because if I sacrifice my family in order to build passive income, What good is having the passive income? I've done enough damage to my family. Uh, I just don't believe in trading extra dollars for for time that you could be spending with your family. Especially in the stage that I'm in now with kids that are elementary school aged, I want to make sure that I'm spending as much time as I can with them and I don't want to trade too much of it out for work if I don't have to. I already feel like I do that going to work from 8 to 5. I'm already gone throughout the day, and even though they're at school during the day, uh, there's still a few hours in the afternoon that if I was able to leave a little earlier, I could spend time with them. So that means if I want to work on my passive income, I either need to wake up earlier than everybody else, you know, everybody in my house wakes up around 6.30, so that means I need to wake up maybe an hour earlier than normal to spend some time in the morning on it before everybody wakes up, or wait until everybody goes to bed and then spend a little bit of time. My kids go to bed around 7.30, 8.00, my wife goes to bed usually around 10.00, so maybe that means I stay up until 11 or 11.30 working on it. So that's a a way to kind of get some additional work done on your passive income revenue streams without trading out time that you could be spending with a significant other or your kids or something like that. Um, I also recommend don't, I wouldn't trade out time that you spend on yourself, like going to the gym, remaining fit, or taking care of yourself, don't trade that out either, because personally, I would rather it take longer to build my passive income revenue streams uh then sacrifice taking care of my body because these are all things that catch up with you you can't get time back in those areas and the more that you put those things off the more that you sacrifice the things that are important the challenge the more challenging it is to uh, actually make them important again so um wake up early go to bed late that's number two number three is to automate as much of it as possible And one of the lovely things about the internet, if you're gonna be doing content on the internet like I do and a lot of what I'm talking about, whether that be blogs or stuff on social media or a course or an ebook or videos like this for YouTube or whatnot, is that you could sit down and do a whole bunch of them. You may have noticed the videos that played before this one, the majority of them I'm wearing like the same shirt. I didn't even bother (laughs) trying to pretend like I am recording new videos every day, like I sat down and recorded three or four videos at a time. And then another day sat down and recorded three or four videos at a time. Now, this one I'm recording today because I wanted to talk about how I forgot yesterday's video, but tomorrow's video will have been a video that I recorded a couple days ago. And so you can actually sit down and knock out a whole bunch of work and stagger that work out because all of these platforms allow you to schedule your content. So you can make a promise like I did of releasing something every day for 30 days and get all that work done and then schedule it out. And then it doesn't become something that you have to do every single day. It becomes something that maybe you have to spend a, a bunch of time on on one day, which maybe that's your weekend. Maybe you, know, you spend a couple of hours on a weekend getting that content done so that you can schedule it out. And that's automating, because it's automatically going to be posted at the time and date that you give it, that you specify it. And in talking about that, if you're going to be putting out content, uh, typically, depending on the type of content, it's best to release it in the morning, especially if it's content that's more informational, like what I'm putting out. If it's entertainment content, you may want to schedule that out later in the day because most people are consuming informational content earlier in the day and uh, entertainment content later in the day. Um, But every audience and every industry and whatever type of content it is, it's going to vary. So that's just kind of a, it's not a, a, a solid rule, it's just my experiences in having produced both types of content. So automate as much stuff as possible so that you're not doing work that could be easily set up and and ran automatically. And a lot of that comes down to being able to just sit down and produce a bulk amount of content and putting it out and scheduling it so that it looks like you have stuff going out every single day. Um, You wanna have that activity. It's extremely important to have that consistent activity happening constantly so that people are exposed to what you're doing. Number four is to hire a virtual assistant. I mean, if you don't have that extra time, then you can hire a virtual assistant to do a variety of things. This is one of the things that was talked about a lot in the four hour work week, one of these books that is touting the lifestyle of being able to go and do whatever it is that you want and only work for a few hours hugely automated uh, discussions in that book and hiring out and allowing other people to do stuff and giving them the authority to do certain things so that you can go and and explore the world. Uh, For me, it's it's looking at what are the different things that I don't necessarily need to do that somebody else could do for me. Uh, What are the things that I know somebody else could do faster? Now, it's tricky with video, editing video. I would love to outsource that. But the files are so large and transferring things and moving things around. It's much easier for me just to shoot a video, do minimal edits to it and upload it myself. Uh, When I had an employee, I could have the employee handle that stuff and get a lot more content out because I could be shooting videos, He could be editing, I could go on and work on other things, he could still be editing. And so I was able to get much more stuff done and get more content out when I had an employee working full time. But now that I don't, and it's just me, it's a little bit more challenging. And if there was a great way to outsource my video editing, I probably would do it. But when it comes to logo design or some other graphical stuff, I will hire out for that. I'll use Fiverr.com. When it comes to converting these videos into articles, I don't do that because it's going to take me a lot more time. I use Rev.com and I'll, I'll put a link down in the description below and in a... In a video in the near future I'm going to talk about Rev.com because it saves me a ton of time to have these videos transcribed for a couple of different reasons. I don't want to get into it too deep but I have these videos transcribed so that I can convert them to a blog really easily and then also so I can add closed captioning to my videos which is extremely important to help with these videos being discovered on YouTube. Number five is to partner with someone. I mean, is there someone that could add value to what it is that you're doing? And with with the two of you together, you're actually able to cover twice the amount of ground in half the amount of time. Um, Maybe you're married to that person. You have a spouse that's interested in a similar thing and you both can share the different responsibilities that uh, are gonna come more naturally to you. Partnering with someone can definitely help uh, get you more ground if there's something that you can offer and there's something that that other person can offer, you bring both of those parties together and you have a nice team and you're able to get these passive income revenue streams built faster. The only problem with this is that passive income is is tricky to nail down to kind of you can have a lot of different sources. So it's gonna be tricky to look at all of that and make sure that each person is getting what it is that they deserve. Uh, 50-50 splits probably gonna be the easiest but I mean you may have some one person's work contributing more to a certain income stream and another person's work contributing to a different income stream stream so that might actually become a little bit challenging to maintain but it's definitely something that you can do especially if you enjoy more working together with someone than you do by yourself for me and I think a lot of people watching this video you're wanting to build passive income revenue streams for yourself to kind of have to separate yourself from uh, being reliant upon anybody else or a job or whatnot and so partnerships aren't going to be for everyone I know that they aren't for me but I wanted to encourage include it because a lot of people do like that aspect of working together and with the right partnerships, you can definitely achieve a lot more than you can on your own. Number six is to cut back on your work hours. Now, it's something that I definitely have done and it made it easy for me to do that because when I had um, my last employee quit, that was kind of full time, I was used to paying that person's wage uh, 40 hours a week, you know, every day of the month. And so that was an expense that all of a sudden wasn't there. So there was a certain amount of revenue that I was able to keep, and that allowed me to scale back on a little bit of work because not having to pay you know, several thousand dollars a month definitely cuts back on the overhead. That means there's less work that I have to agree to take on, and, uh, and then that gives me a little bit more time and flexibility. Now I'm still playing catch up with all the work that we had signed on before he left. And so there's a lot going on there. There's a lot that I still have to keep and get done. But in things going forward, I've definitely been much more picky. And so I'm definitely taking advantage of this one by cutting back on the amount of work that I'm taking on so that I don't have to uh, be as tied to that work and I can work more on my passive income streams. And it's just tricky because I don't have a a typical, you know, eight to five job where I clock in, clock out or I'm I'm not getting all of my instruction from uh, the one company that I work for. I have multiple clients with different needs and every day I have different requests coming in through email and phone calls. And so it can be a little tricky to actually find that time So a lot of times I have stuff in my task list for my passive income that I I have to keep moving to the next day, to the next day, but I leave it in there because if I do have extra time come up, I want to make sure it's top of mind that it's on my task list and that I'm able to achieve it so the last thing is just to go all in and quit now that's not likely something that most people can do you can't just up and quit your job you need that income that standard income until you build your passive income revenue stream uh, big enough that you can replace your regular income with that now if you are a dual income household you're married you have a, a husband or a wife that's also uh, working, you might be able to work something out there where you say, okay, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to go full throttle into this passive income for six months. We're going to have to sacrifice a little bit, maybe not take any vacations or whatever, but you, you might have some leverage there. If you're a single income household like me, then it's a little bit trickier because you have everything on your plate as far as the expenses go and you can't just necessarily say no to everything. And there is no guarantee that your passive income is going to continue to grow and that it will get to a point where you, it, you could replace your income with it, that could take a lot of time. So it's very tricky and kind of scary to do that. The more responsibilities you have, the more uh, caution I suggest in making decisions like this because the job that you currently have is guaranteed so long as you're able to keep the job or they're able to keep you. And passive income is something that is gonna vary. It's gonna be different for every single person as to how long it's gonna take to build that up. Your idea may be really good, but it may take a lot of execution to pull that off before you're actually able to start selling it or start making money. Uh, And if you're building passive income like me, uh, getting paid small amounts from different things that you're doing, it's going to take even longer because initially you're not going to get paid much. YouTube has limitations and things that you have to meet before you're actually even able to get paid by them. And so there's lots of things that you have to start working at before you're even gonna have much of a passive income at all. So the whole passive income thing is definitely most likely going to be a side project for you for a while until you're able to get it to a point where you have enough income coming in that you can replace your current income. That's my goal for this year. It's what I've been talking about is trying to make sure that I can invest enough time into my passive income revenue streams to build them up to the point where they are meeting my needs of my household and myself because if I can get to that point and I know that at least for the next six months or so, I'm going to have that passive income is going to be at least around that uh, around that amount. I'm able to cut back on that active income that requires me to be there, be present, doesn't allow me any flexibility. And of course, that's the goal for this year for me. And I hope a goal that I can help the majority of you reach as well. So that's gonna do it for this video. It's a little bit longer one, but I think that these are important things to talk about, especially early on in the stage when it's critical that you put as much time and effort into your income streams as you can so that you could build them up. Definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you get notified when I put out videos. And so if you don't get notified on a certain day, you can look and call me out for missing. Definitely would appreciate like a tweet or something like that, because it's likely that I may forget again. I've just got so many things going on and I'm trying to build passive income revenue streams. I'm trying to encourage all of you to do it as well. And so occasionally I might need just a little bit of a kick in the pants and I'm okay with that. And I don't mind getting that from all of you. So thanks for holding me accountable. Head on over to practicallypassive.com and put in your email address so that you could uh, receive updates whenever I put stuff out. I have some cool stuff that I'm working on kind of in the background here that I haven't talked about yet. Um, a giveaway that's gonna be really cool and interesting. So definitely make sure you uh, subscribe so that you get notified when all of that stuff comes out. I don't want you to miss it. So that's gonna do it for now. I hope to see you in the next one.